Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garricks, coming to you from my home in Trumbull, Connecticut, with my friend, my running mate, my, I don't know, constant pain in my ass, to be quite honest with you, Michael Barker. I feel like you're my running mate. (laughs) If there's a bottom of the ticket here, it's you. I will know. I'm definitely clearly the the dregs. I don't know if if the listeners know, Joe lives in a mansion. Because he makes so much money from comedy, yeah, he doesn't. He has the largest house in Trumbull. It is. It is an enormous house. Uh, it only feels uh, big uh, because it's in fact so empty. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that's that's Just the key no, to that. There's not a lot of love here. <laughs> no. Well, we've got a couple dogs. They like to run around. But uh, yeah. So you think I'm your running mate? I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, if there is a bottom of the ticket at this kitchen table, I'm not saying I'm not somebody else's. You think board of finance of the is more important than town council. Well, I mean, we so are, for those of you who are yeah. like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Is going on? Uh, <laughs> Michael and I both are uh, running uh, on the Democratic slate uh, in Trumbull for office. Michael's running for the Board of Finance, where he now serves as an alternate, That's right. uh, which means someone who gets to put in all the time, but they don't get to count at all. Don't get to vote. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really the worst of yeah. all worlds. Uh, <laughs> I th- but, here's, but to your question, I mean, I, now we're going to make this a Trumbull politics podcast. Uh, I think the Board of Finances is as important as the town council in many ways uh, because the shenanigans that go on when it's divided government, when the Republicans control one and the Democrats control the other, uh, it, it's really, it's just, there's a lot of nonsense. I won't get into what the nonsense is. Yeah. But it's like, if you if you can get a single party control of both of those branches of government, you can get a lot more done more effectively. Now, it depends on who you agree with as to whether that's good or not. But, you know, it really is it's just a lot of shenanigans back and forth. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you think you think you're more important than me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm taller than you are. Well, you're taller. You're also putting in, I will say, a lot more work. You're, uh, you're definitely putting in the effort uh, in terms of, you know, overseeing our fundraising Send, efforts. Sending an email every week. How, yeah. much, uh, how much money have we raised so far? It's like $20,000 from, the, from the candidates. What if we just buy a car? <laughs> <laughs> just get out of town. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it's a thought. It's a thought. Or you put a down payment on a house in Fairfield. Well, um, I don't know if twenty is going to go that. Probably not in Fairfield. Shitty house. Probably not in Fairfield. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, are you uh, are you enjoying the uh, the campaign so I, far? You know, I I do. I like I like the going to doors and meeting people. But you meet really weird people, mm-hmm. and those are the ones that have the strongest opinions. Uh, and it's, it's often they're not smart opinions, <laughs> and, but you're trying to get elected, so you have to be. You nice heard to it them. here, people. Michael Barker does not <laughs> does, respect does you. Does not like the voters. <laughs> um, no, most most of the voters I, I adore, but yeah, people are stupid. People do stupid things. Oh, people, stupid agree. people live everywhere. I mean, I am a smart person. I do stupid things. Right. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you see Fox News on in the background, right, and and they it, and they're they're usually a little older, and they come to the and you know they vote because they're older. You know, you want to you want to stick with them until you get a yes or a no, and you know. So you do you that deep. Yes. You do that deep canvassing. No, 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 no. I definitely. I go to a door. If I get somebody, my assumption is they don't want to talk to me, <laughs> and my thinking is I don't really want to talk to them either. Right. So I'm like, this hey. is not this is not a, uh, a an interaction that anyone asked for. <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants to be here. Right. Uh, but you know, I'm putting in the effort. I'm here. Yeah. Toss me a vote because, like, sure. let's be honest. What do you really know about town politics? Yeah, not much. Yeah, not much. But uh, I took, but I took the time to come by. Exactly. Yeah, that that's yeah. my tact. I uh, my nightmare is any conversation that 
runs for more than like uh, two minutes. After that two minute, I'm like, oh god, this is (laughs) (laughs) this was a mistake. I think basically, and you know, you're gonna laugh because uh, when I say this, I my my, very confident in this joke. Yeah, it's not really a joke. (laughs) Um, My my biggest problem with uh, with our town politics is that I am much more progressive socially than most of the people in our local party. Um, it's re- I just it's really inter- it's just a relatively conservative town socially and so like when on race politics and economic politics and all that you know I'm somewhere to the left of everybody and I mean, maybe with your, the exception of you um, and you think of me as pretty centrist I I, I think of you as, no I, you know what no I I don't think of you as that centrist I used to think of you as more centrist mm-hmm. uh, I think when, I've when also you were, evolved you, you have you were you were yeah. backing some pretty centrist candidates in the past and mm-hmm. now I, f- I feel like you've come around a bit and I to be honest I credit myself well, uh, I think it's also that the world's <laughs> gone to shit Oh, uh, it's definitely that you look. You look around and you're like, "Well, might as well abolish billionaires because <laughs> I mean, what do we have to lose?" Yeah, <laughs> literally everything's everything's bad now. I mean, at some point you got to just be like, <laughs> well. two two white guys who own their own homes <laughs> in the suburbs. Everything's terrible." Um, well, just because it's good for us doesn't mean it's that's good. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, well, yeah, well, no, it's it's been nice to see your progression uh, to the left. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we we don't quite have yet the uh, the Bernie. Uh, Yang end of the spectrum, but no. we got you over to Warren. Is which Yang is nice. at the end of the spectrum, is, or is he just a weirdo? I think he's at the end of the spectrum. I mean, he's uh, you know he's, he's on the spectrum. Universal basic income. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have a gripe with the Yang campaign, uh, and this seems like the best place to air it. Yeah, it's because he's gonna, he's going to listen. So I, uh, you know what I, uh, they, they they make these hats, these math hats. Have you seen the math hats? Right. Make America think harder. Uh-huh. And, oh, I uh huh. And I know that's what it stood for. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what it stands for. Um, I know what you assumed, but you thought it stood for math because he's Asian. Well, he's, he racist. makes that one joke the, that he's like he's an Asian guy who likes math. He's the opposite of Donald Trump. He's I've heard him made that joke ten times. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that doesn't make it okay for you to agree with it. All right. Uh, so he did a version of this. Look, I'm not hat. auditioning for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, that is yeah. As soon as you're on any podcast, that ship has sailed. Uh, no, don't worry. They don't listen to podcasts. Apparently, oh, not even not even recent ones. Clearly. Um, so they they have this math hat, and it's you know they were doing a blue version, but then they did a green version that had a marijuana leaf on the back. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's a hat I want. Because he's I, legalizing it. He wants he to legalize, wants to legalize it. it. Yeah. And, uh, or maybe he doesn't. I don't really know. But either way, it's a cool hat. <laughs> I assume he does based on the hat. But I, I can't say that so I pressed the So what's the beef? Well, the beef is... run so, out or something? Well, so it went on sale. I didn't purchase it. Uh, I made a mistake. I, didn't, I waited. And they sold out like that day. And I was like, ah, crap. I waited too long. And then they went back on the website. And they had more. I was like, oh, great. I'm going to buy it. So I bought it, mm-hmm. and this was over two weeks ago. Mm. And I so they didn't have them; they just put it up. They yeah. So what's weird about it is like they had them, they sold out. So when right. they sold out, they stopped selling them. And then, but no, somebody said, "Oh, we could make more money off the hats. Put them back up. We'll just get a list without together. even. But we don't have the inventory yet, but we'll have it. So we'll I order them, and we'll yeah. have their money. Exactly. So right. they've they've got my money, right? And it hasn't gone out yet they it's i emailed i was like hey when is this going out and uh they're like oh we don't have it in stock and i'm like so <laughs> I'm like you if you can't run a fucking online store <laughs> how are you gonna run the fucking country well i mean to be to be fair to andrew yang and i, I don't want to be but to be fair to him he's probably not running the store it's his campaign i mean it is his you know it's, it's the, his it people answers up to him and like you know yeah. they're, they're failing at their online store and i think if you can't run an online store you know i don't know you, I it's like probably because they have fucking people running sure. it instead of robots instead of robots. get some robots yeah. on this online store if anything i'm i'm more pro robot uh, due to this experience, Amazon works better because they have robots. 
I, I will say again in his defense, and I don't really care about Andrew Yang, but uh, you know Donald Trump apparently can run a uh, a campaign with an online store. I mean, th- those hats are everywhere, but he can't run a country. So I don't know yeah, if the two I'm things not, are correlated. Well, I'm not saying that just because you can run an online store, you can run a country. But that's what we want. But I would say that uh, you know if you are able to run a country, you should at the very least be able to run an online store, yeah. right? No, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know, but he's got some good ideas. That makes sense. I I will say I, so. I gave a little money to Kamala Harris. You know this. Um, yes, you were very proud. Of I that. was very. I, well, I was very pleased. You with made her one for, donation. Really got out there bragging about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really. I've made countless donations to Bernie. Don't see me spouting about it online. You you talk about it a fair amount. Uh, but uh, twenty seven dollars. What I will is that what he says? Um, That's two, what I said. It? Two cents. <laughs> um, I I I have to give some cri- some criticism to all of the candidates for the volume of email oh, that so. they send out. So I finally did get off Kamala Harris's list because I'm like I'm not giving her more money right now. She's she's a loser. She's like <laughs> she's down, she's way down. She's probably not going to be president. Um, you know I I, I caught her it's on nice the upswing. <laughs> And it's, and it's like and, and, uh, Biden. Biden had my email address from Obama, and he was sending me 80, 80 emails to give a buck. And I'm like, you know, it's, somebody needs to take a course in fundraising. I mean, I, obviously, it works somewhat. He wants those one dollar donations just to just make to his average the, donation the average go smaller. Down. That's right. Yeah, because he's taking it from the million ads and billionaires. Oh God, he's a yeah, yeah. he's a slime ball. Well, I, I mean, he's not as slimy as the other side, but he's still slimy. He's a good vice president. Uh, yeah, I agree. I I, re- I, res- I, I respect. Would, his I would be happy with a Warren Biden ticket with Biden as VP. He's obviously tried and true. Can he? Can he do? I guess he probably can do that again. Yeah, you I mean, you watch vice Veep? president as many times as you want. No, I, I fell out of love with that show. Uh, what? It just got better and better. Uh, maybe I don't know. I just. Go back. I don't like shows. I don't like television shows where the where the central premise is that people hate each other, ex- with the notable exception of, of uh, Arrested Development. But the, you know, like it started all started with Seinfeld, where it's literally a group of friends who can't stand each other, and it's like I just want to watch people that like each other. Okay. Well, you're a big softie. <laughs> I'm watching you should, the you sitcom. Go back to Veep. It's. Uh, right. I think it's worthwhile. All right. But. Uh, I, I did donate to Yang, not because I thought he had a chance, but just because I think he's like raising issues mm-hmm. that, you know, people should talk about. And I thought, you know, him having more of a platform would be good. And I still think that, um, yeah. you know, but that said, I'm, you know, I'm not donating anymore because I'm more focused. Now you're on pissed off about the hat getting well, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I decided to stop before that. Um, yeah. But I am pissed off about the hat as is, as is quite evident. But yeah. I mean, I think it, the the thing that. Uh, that I think is really one of the things I think it's really fun, uh, wonderful about the the whatever twenty some candidates is that the with the notable exception of Biden, there's some level of um, philosophical diversity. There's certainly racial diversity, gender diversity. I mean, we're we're the party of America, right? I mean, this is the this reflects what America is like, um, and I think that's I, I'm really, so I'm really proud of it. I want most of them to quit now. <laughs> but uh, but I was really proud. Who it, would you like to still be in the race? I mean, that's sort of the top five, right? So from Buttigieg up. Yeah. I mean, I and and I don't think Buttigieg is going to be president, but I you know he might be a good Secretary of State. He's a he's yeah. a smart guy. I uh, I don't trust him because of the big dollar donations. To be yeah. honest, that's my big beef with him. Him and Biden are kind of the two that you know Sanders and Warren. Who's who's the fifth? 
Harris. 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 Yeah, well, she's still at like 8%. Yeah, she, she should still be in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I also think like I like uh, Julian Castro being around just because I feel that, uh, you know, this party that is the American people uh, really does not do enough to represent uh, Latinos. Yeah, well, it will be the largest uh, largest group of people of color in, what, five years or something. Yeah, say it's it's just, short period it's of time. Just, he, he did kind of shoot himself in the foot by being an asshole. Because uh, I, I, I feel like even though everybody was thinking it, but did he have a path before that? No, he no, he definitely didn't have a path. No. He's been running for vice president, but it's uh, you know, he I, I feel like he ought to go run for senate, and because he could actually maybe win. I think a lot of these people should run. I don't for think senate, right? I think They've O'Rourke should just of... go away. I don't, yeah. I don't. I never understood the attraction before. I don't understand it now. Well, he's you know he's he's white, well, and he's good on What's guns. He's like really good on white guns. Guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, to see how it shakes out. How do you feel about uh, our local stuff? You feeling good? Yeah, I mean, Vicky's done a great job. And For those who are like, who's Vicky? Vicky oh, Vic, Soro is the first selectman of Trumbull, Connecticut. Which she's is excellent. Which she's, is like a mayor. She's an excellent for, public For anyone servant. not from Connecticut, a first selectman is like a mayor. Yeah, like imagine Trumbull deserved a mayor. It would be Vicky. That would be what it is. Um, yeah, I think she's done a good job. I think the council has done a good job. And, you know, now, like, I mean, getting back to the Board of Finance thing, we do, I think we need to control the Board of Finance to really um, move, the, move the agenda forward because there's only so much you can do. Um, you know, with just with just the town council. Well, I hope we take it all. No, yeah, well, me too. I me too. All. I mean, in the board, my kid is uh, is five. Or well, he will be five at the end of the month. You're invited to the birthday party, Joe. Oh, very nice. If you want to, there are ten small children coming with their parents. Oh, that so sounds you like may, it's right up my alley. You may not want to be there. I won't. Can I bring be there. a joint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I won't share it with the kids. Sure. I know. I get that. It's not. Yeah. It's it's a social justice issue. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm just getting a high for the justice. Yeah, I mean, but he's going. He's going to be going into the schools next year. Uh, it's one of the reasons we moved to Trumbull was because it has an uh, excellent school system. Um, but you know, I think having uh, a more uh, balanced view coming out of the board of education would be good. Um, so yeah, you know, I think we need some parents on the board of ed. That would certainly, I think, make a difference. Yeah. Um, but you know, Kathleen Fearon's doing a great job. Um, she's fierce. She's fierce. I'm so glad she agreed to to run again. But uh, and then you get you get to the doors and people don't like the opponent. They, they don't they don't like uh, the, they don't like Herbst. Well, because I mean, his kid, cause his kid was a jerk for eight years. So I mean, I think his kid has been a jerk for more than eight <laughs> years. His kid just happened to be in office for eight right, years. Right. He's still a fucking asshole. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I was, with people like with, like Tim and like I ho- I hope he subscribes. With people like Tim and for like those with of you uh, are in the weeds again. Uh, Tim Herbst, <laughs> uh, his former first selectman of Trumbull, failed. Uh, gubernatorial candidate and all around uh, I'm going to say it he's an asshole he's, he's not a nice guy he's a liar he's a piece of shit yeah and, uh, a, and a punchable face like he's not a good looking guy yeah I'm not normally pro-violence no uh, that's not true I am. yes you are yeah yes you are but I, I think if there. people like him and people like Ted Cruz who are just really strange looking like weird pasty weird people I mean it, it's like the, but they're successful in politics somehow um does it make you wonder why why you haven't been more successful in politics? Well, I, I mean, you're hardly that's pasty. I'm, I'm hardly pasty. Maybe you should um, be pastier. Maybe I should be pastier. I don't know. Do you think before we knock doors today, we should apply some like light makeup to our face? Maybe look a little more ghostly? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure. So, uh, all right. Well, we spent a lot of time talking about politics and not really much about career or arts, but uh, I'm excited because uh, on uh, Tuesday I'm going to see uh, Malima's Tale at oh, the Westport uh, Country Playhouse. Uh, we, yeah, let's, t- let's. This is this is one of the best productions I have ever been associated with, and I don't usually brag on my stuff 
as hard as, as I will right now. I went and saw the first preview this past Tuesday, um, and I, I couldn't move from my seat for 20 to 30 seconds. I mean, it was just so such a powerful piece of theater. It, it, it makes me, it reminds me why I got into this business and what's necessary about live performance versus something that's mediated, you know, through film or whatever, uh, which is fine, but it's just not what I, what I like. Um, it's a, a powerful story about the elephant ivory trade, um, start, starting from the, the murder of a great Tusker elephant, of which there are only, I think, 250 left in the wild, um, and the movement of those tusks from Kenya through Vietnam all the way to China, where they end up in the, it, I, I give nothing away, it's, it's just because the plot isn't sort of the central thing, the theatricality of it is the central thing. Um, they they end up in in on display in a uh, uh, a upscale Chinese capitalist's home uh, condo, um, and uh, all throughout the tusks and the spirit of the tusks and the spirit of the animal are played by um, uh, an actor, so who is a movement artist, and it's just uh, you know the pro it's projections, it's you know scenic movement, it's all of that choreography, uh, and then there's a cast uh, the additional cast of three plays like. 20 people. Oh, 20 wow. 25 people. So it's now, is this something that I should, you know, get high for? I mean, <laughs> it's 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 gorgeous. It sounds like I think maybe. It, I mean, if, if you were high, I think um, it would... It high would, in it? It, it, would, it would be... Well, I don't know if it would be better. It would be different. All right. It's, it's very visually stimulating. All right. Yeah. Very so uh, very orally uh, stimulating. So Malima's Tale in Westport. Check it out, yeah, guys. Through, uh, through October 19th, westportplayhouse.org. Yeah, you don't want to miss it, and definitely as uh, as Michael Barker, uh, executive director, has told you, get high for it. Uh, <laughs> he recommends being high for his productions, uh, but don't disrupt. Can uh, I can I tell you? Is it, uh, <laughs> am I putting like words in your this mouth? This is like the longest this podcast has ever gone. Um, the there there is so when they when they legalized marijuana in Colorado, the Colorado Symphony uh, they didn't get a, couldn't get a license to sell it, but they invited people to bring marijuana. And they did a, did a series. I don't know if they do it anymore, um, but they did a series called uh, Buds and Baroque, and it was essentially like a like a wine tasting, but with marijuana, paired with chamber music, huh. and it became their most successful series. And it was like oversubscribed. They, they like completely. Have you considered doing that? Well, we don't. You know, we we haven't somehow been able to get that uh, done in Connecticut. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it makes sense that we wouldn't be able to because I mean, our state senator democratic. Uh, yeah. Representatives and governor. It's I don't know it why they it's wouldn't do it. And we're and we're broke as a state. All right, I mean, you know, Marilyn Moore, our state senator, sat across from me at the town Democratic committee meeting last year, and I asked her point blank, "Are we going to get this done this year?" And she said, "Absolutely, I promise you." Broken promises. Well, uh, is she one of the ones who's standing in the way of it? No, no, no. She's a supporter. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, social justice. Maybe issue. maybe we should uh, cast blame on people like our governor. Uh, yeah, I. I like the guy a lot. A I mean, he was yeah. better than uh, the other option, I sure. would say. Yeah, there are two teams. Pick a side. Yeah, and also he was better than the Democratic options, and hopefully uh, hopefully in the future we'll have uh, some, some stronger Democrats in the state. I like Bronin. I liked Bronin. I was, I was sad when he dropped out. Like who? Bronin? Oh. He's the uh, mayor of Hartford. I was thinking of Ganem. Oh, sure. He's well, a real turd. That was never really an option. Yeah. He, he's a subscriber, isn't he? Um, I don't know if he is. Uh, hey, again, I'm go fuck yourself. Okay, there you go. You got a shout out. You only have 14 <laughs> likes. You gotta <laughs> take them where you can get them. All right. Well, uh, Michael, uh, outside of Malima's tales, or anything else uh, that people should be checking out? 
Uh, well, at the playoffs, I mean, we're, we're going to round up the season with um, uh, it's called Don Juan by Moliere, a uh, new translation, really exciting um, writer that's done that translation adaptation for us. And that's that's uh, up, up from November up through the week of Thanksgiving. And then uh, Joanna Gleason's going to headline a holiday concert for us uh, on December 14th. So that should oh, be a fun that's community awesome. event. Well, I got to tell you, you're doing fine work. Uh, every time uh, my wife and I go, we just have an absolutely lovely time. I think it's a real gem. Uh, so you got to do you. something nice for her. Yeah, thank yeah. you for uh, the work that you and your team do. Uh, it's nice to have some culture in my life, uh, yeah, particularly very, now very that sweet. I've left the city. Well, don't get used to it. I'm going to give you a hard time the rest of the day. Good, good. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, Michael. All right, see you, Joe. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And, of course, to Vans, who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.